Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Home runs aplenty on Team Mace, right? Yeah, Better apparently. With a pair. Matt with a bomb. And someone else might have gotten some guy named Travis. Some guy named Travis. I'll mention it at some point today. Sure. I, I don't want to be the sure. guy that keeps bringing it up, you know, and people get sick. Of <laughs> no, it. never. Don't. Not I, you. I'll, uh, I'll make sure that I use it sparingly. <laughs> I uh, see. As we move, move forward here a little bit. Um, speaking of, you heard Chris right there. Asking yeah. How much, did you get back to the barbecue portion? I did of the get party? a little bit of the barbecue at Keys. I, I just, I kind of had, I just plucked it off. Like it was just. Did a plate. you get the beef ribs by chance? I think I did. No. They, what there, was it? There's pork Again, and beef ribs. The memory, not great <laughs> at that portion of the evening. <laughs> yes, this is definitely post Cabana that I found my way over to the barbecue Absolutely. slot. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. No. So I got over there. I don't want to say late because it wasn't late, but it was my. It wasn't my first stop. I'd right. already gone through the taco guy. Yeah, you hit times. a couple stations already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I finally made my way back to because Key kept saying to me, "Hey, you, have you tried the barbecue? Have you tried the barbecue?" I'm like, no. But I will. So I make my way back there. I open up the the little chafing dish things, and I I think I've, you guys have heard me say this. I don't know if you've ever heard me say this. Mm-hmm. I'm not a huge barbecue guy. That's right. not my jam. I don't hate it, but it's no, not I, something I that it. I yeah. seek out. Holy, it was good. Good night was yeah. unreal, and it was a Fred Flintstone rib. It literally was. <laughs> it was this long. Tip it over was, your golf cart. It was, and, yeah. and it, it, it was like the, the greatest, most glorious meat lollipop you've ever seen in your life. It, it was. It was so tender and so flavorful, and just fall off the bone perfect. And because I was later in the night, I was already filled it here right does travis go deep travis goes deep <laughs> i was gonna say morales is gonna have there. a field day with meat lollipop isolated so as a drop yeah great i'm glad it was so great. everything there was tip top top notch you know and that was that was saturday after friday was as i said to the sedano and cap community on twitter and i'll say to the listeners and i'll say to you guys that was one of the most fun and fulfilling nights I've had since I moved to California. Really? Like, for sure. That's great. You know what I mean? Like, like I said, Julian the Consigliere came out. All the fans were there. Like, I don't know what you people think, like, radio stuff is supposed to be like, but that was as good as it gets as it's far as I'm like concerned. I, I, I've been very lucky in my career. Mm-hmm. I have gone and seen a lot of really cool things. And been in front of a lot of really big crowds. Yep. And they were not there to see me. No. Okay? <laughs> they were not there to see me. Um, this, you could put up, not not as far as, like, attendance goes, but just as far as enthusiasm goes, yep. it was unreal. It, it was a terrific night with a terrific group of people, and the right team won, and the right people <laughs> participated. And and, and, and everything about it, you know, Taylor and Funchess and I, it's just, it's just great to be a part of something so fantastic. And you guys were there, too. Yeah, we were it's there. It's fine. Yeah, you guys we did a good there. job. It's nice we to have. There. You need a foil. You you, <laughs> you need you need somebody there to serve up the, the game winner. Here's Beto. All of the LAUSD years. Let's go. Beautiful. Come on, Beto. Oh, Boom. Boom. Is it going to go? It's got the height. Does it have the distance? Oh. Oh. That's a walk-off. It's a deep fly ball. The crash land. The Sandoval crash land. I'm, I'm going to need video of that. Like, is the video... Is the, it's out there. It's I see out it. there? Is I've it of it. him actually landing on that fan? It's So the fence was kind of one of those things, like sometimes I'll put on the side of the road. Yes. Kind of one of those netting kind of situations. Oh, um, the team picture was really good, too. Sorry, I'm just Everything this. about it was yeah, terrific. And, and Kurt Sandoval, ABC7's Kurt Sandoval, um, was in center, and he breaks hard to left center where the ball was hit. By the way, Momo's call is spot on. Yeah. It is a really, was. really good call. Um, and he popped one in the game, mostly because I was standing on deck intimidating yeah, Well, Kaplan. right, obviously. You know, you can't pitch around a guy when you've got a Travis Rogers looming in the batter's hey, box. There's a reason that Jeff Kent was behind Barry Bonds. <laughs> that you know that, hey, listen. Jeff I, Kent I, I, I don't want to have to pitch to him, but this isn't a whole lot easier. i got to make sure that I get this guy out. So just I think my presence had a large part of it, Yates. I found the video... Man, this was really incredible. He, I, I don't think he hurt that fan. I no. don't think he hurt that fan. But that could have, that could have, that could have been dicey. He could have hurt himself as much as anything. Wow, what a moment! It was, a, it was max effort. I all respect in the world to Sandoval for trying to run that thing down. He had a pretty good night, by the way. You said he had a couple of doubles, right? Did we ever get an official box score? Of this I don't game? think that we did. And I was going to say also, this brings up something that honestly I would have probably fought for had we had this happen. 
if he catches that ball and flies out of the field, that's a homer. Like I, of course I, I, it is. I like you know, if you don't land in the field, you have of to be play, in the field of play. That's a homer anyway. Yeah. That thing took him out. It didn't. He didn't even need to catch it. He was not on the field when the ball <laughs> got his, got in his glove. It was a great. It was a great home run. Obviously, it was a great effort, and it was a great night. All, oh, oh. So we have a firsthand account. Lewis in Whittier was in the outfield during the walk off. Let's Lewis, hear from him. What did you? What did it look like from where you were? Well, it was pretty cool. Me and my girl, we're, uh, you know, it was to the left of us, like maybe 20 feet. And, you know, it popped. And we're looking, we're looking, we're looking. And he always kind he fell down, like his hands, like the, it hit the glove, but it's just like too much people. The first season was like, it was a done deal. I was like, oh man, that was cool. Thanks, man. Lewis is in a submarine, apparently. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, it sounded like what he said was once the ball was in the air, folks started like running Going towards to the, the landing spot. And by the time it got down, he was met with a bunch of people because Surprise. that's exactly what it looks like here. Surprised there wasn't that scrum like when Bonds hit his at AT&T <laughs> flying out into the water with <laughs> scooping nets and yeah, stuff. Yeah, kayaks, yeah. that would have been happening. That exactly. would have been hilarious. Well, I, re- uh, I forget, what, I guess it would be 750. What was the record breaker? So 757 was the record breaker? I think breaker? so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so 757 was the one that people were, you know, fighting tooth and nail to get that was like thunderdome in the outfield people yeah. I mean, because it was an incredibly valuable souvenir i felt like beto's should be right up there we got we got hank aaron's 750 down exactly right where right. tom house caught it in the outfield <laughs> and whoever got that ball should make sure that it goes to the proper people whatever happened to the belt I feel like intern Quinn made that belt, and I never saw it again after I saw it here in the station. It was in the pictures. It was in the pictures? Okay. It was in the pictures. I didn't see. Okay. All right. Well, Good it didn't know. go to us. So no, yeah, I was going to say, I certainly wasn't. I had no claim to it whatsoever. I was just wondering where it ended up. You don't need to, to, yeah, I don't need to don't worry, need to worry about, about it. Yeah. and I, we need to worry about where the belt. I didn't, I didn't, I, should, I wish I would have taken a picture with it. This is I would have put it around. I would have been, put I, it on I your waist? I would have worn it to work today. <laughs> had, had I known that there was a, a belt out there, I would have been walking around enjoying every minute of it. Let's try one more. Uh, South LA, Brandon, you're up next, Brandon. What's up, Brandon? Yeah, congratulations uh, to ESPN, uh, specifically uh, Beto, for that big-time uh, walk-off. My only problem with the call is, did Momo really say it has the height over that track hurdle of a fence? <laughs> I mean, really, are we talking about height with that? Like, any, like that was my only problem with it. Uh, GG to everybody. Uh, congratulations on the event. Appreciate Thanks, it. Track hurdle of a fence. That's it, a good turn of phrase. It's a great line. I like that. It's a great line. Her call, look, let's listen to it again just to make sure it's as good as we thought it was. <laughs> All of the LAUSDers, let's go. Beautiful. Come on, Beto. Oh, Boom! Daddy. Boom! Is it going to go? It's got the height. Does it have the distance? Oh! Oh! That's a walk-off! It's <laughs> deep fly ball! You know what's so great about it? What's that? She's fired up. Yeah. It's, it's oh, yeah. not just, okay, I'm going to give you a play-by-play call because no. she obviously knows what she's doing. Sure. But she's thrilled that the ball left the yard. She gave up eight unearned runs, and they still managed to win the game. This is what teammates do, Yates. I don't know how many times we need to be over this. As a, when, when you're a member of a team, let me explain something to you. Uh, right, of course, as a winner when, and a home run hitter, you, are a member you have a of unique team. view on, on all of this, of it's course. It's not who wins individually, it's who wins collectively. And Team Mason was on the right side of this. So whether it was Beto hitting the game-winning home run, or it could have been Funches, or it could have been Taylor, it could have been myself. Now, I had already gone deep earlier, so I didn't want to take <laughs> right, too much right. shine we from everybody about else. <laughs> but as you, as a winner and a team player, as a champion, this is yeah. what's important. Yeah, I see. I'm surprised you guys didn't wear your jerseys in today. That would have been a nice bit. That would actually have been hilarious. It's like, never wash it. Just keep it there yeah, for just, luck. Yeah, just, just hang it up there it, with this dirt it's at the, uh It's at the frame store. Oh, I see. <laughs> Where you fold the sleeves. You let, yeah, and you let the team <laughs> sign it. Yeah. It's hanging up gonna, in the I'm in the ship it to you. You can yeah. hang it on your wall. You're like, where's that jersey? Just, Don't yeah, worry about yeah, it. It's yeah, Travis's. Yeah, it's a jersey swap. It's like a uh, it's like a you know he sleeps with the fishes. You send this a Sicilian message <laughs> kind of situation. Right. That's right. What no, a great just, time, man! This picture, time. this picture of all of us on the field afterwards in high res, everybody who was involved. Like, I just I'm gonna look back. And Emily, you sent me a really nice note afterwards. You said, hey, thank Kip again, because to have a memento, like an actual thing to be able to take away from it, you know, baseball bat, whatever, was a really cool thing for, for all of us. So yeah. I'm glad Kip was. I, I mean, I, I took it home and I showed it to my, my boys yeah. and they loved it. And that's when I, I said to you, I said, hey, yeah. just. 
tell your guy again that this Thanks, was man. so cool. That and was... by the way, the, everything about it is an A+. Those little palm trees etched into the barrel are just How cool money. is that? I was like, They're this is a fantastic money. design. Like yeah. We were talking about this more, and I was like, Kip, you need to get your behind out there and make more stuff for more people, and never mind just you know celebrity goofball games. Like He's got some good wood. And, and, and I'm going to get into the weeds here yeah. just a hair. They're, it's not a toy. No. It, it's not like sometimes you'll go to a place that sells stuff. Right. right, and you'll see something like, "Oh, this is like, oh, it's an autograph bat by such and such." And you look at it, you're like, "Yeah, I'm sure that's autograph, but that's not a real bat. No. That's a toy. That's exactly. something that you get at the at the toy store. It's not. These are real bats. He made custom money. baseball bats for all of us, and then also brought along three softball wooden bats for us to use. One of them has the ESPN 710 All-Star Softball Game logo on it. It is split in half colorway-wise. Team Mace versus Team Cappy, black and red. And we use that bat for the most part. That's the I believe that's the home run hitting bat. Oh, they've hit so many. Yeah, it's you know, hard it's to hard keep to track keep it which bat I used to hit which one. But, but hold on, yes. let's see if they mention the bat in this clip. I mean, he- Travis, again, I don't have your theme song. I apologize. But uh, what can we do? I'll just say, sweet love tea, it. we love you. Okay. Does Travis go deep? Travis goes deep. Home run, Travis Rogers. Sweet T. T. Raj. Two home runs in the bottom of the third. Only one out. It is. And then Matt six. came up right after me, and we went back to back to back. It that felt was, a little bit like Conseco McGuire and yeah, Dave Henderson the Bash back Brothers, in the, day. the Bash Brothers, clearly <laughs> hearkening back to the days. That was demoralizing. I'm not gonna. This lie. was my theme song that I never got to have played. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. It's the Narcos theme. You would have never hit a bomb if this had played beforehand. I was, I was in a good mood. You were, yeah, yeah, that's true. You were having a good time. I, um, I, I, as, as, as I said before, even though we were down, even though there was plenty of game to play, when Trav went yard, I was like, we can't win. This is over. Like, as far as I'm concerned, knowing also that I would be in this room with you on air the next day, I was like, oh, so here, here we go. All right, nobody's here listening. Here we go. Just yes, us? Just us. Just us girls? Yes. Okay. Um, when I hit that ball... I, I I wasn't sure I hit it high enough. Right. Like, I thought it might hit the fence. Yeah. And I took two pretty aggressive steps out of the box, and then I had that, what are you doing? That The voice inside my head went, do not run fast. At and, all. And then when I heard everybody kind of go, oh, you You're know, like, I'm like, oh, thank Bailed yourself out there. Because it would have been a single off the wall. I was right. not getting the second base. I did one, two, nope, 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 back it down, back it down. Take your time, and I did. He passes by me, giving me a wry smile. Comes along Sliwa, who just looks like he's seen a alien descend <laughs> from space. And it, this is a quote. Yes. This is a honey goes, what the just happened? <laughs> Man, what a day. I mean, just so many magical moments, you know, and everybody's chimed in on Twitter and on phone calls to, you know, just share in the revelry that was the day. Worth it. Simple as that. Glad we did it. Worth it for everybody. I also want to give a shout-out to Amanda, who was working the sidelines. Yeah. Not as easy to do, going back and forth. So that was fun as She's well. She's kind of doing the Buster Olney role. Exactly. She's Precisely. Kind of going back and forth. Um, so there is other baseball, I guess. Yeah. Juan Soto on his way to L.A. What would that cost, and would you want to do it? That's coming up. It's Travis Slee. Yates is in for Slee on 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Started from the bottom, now you're here. Okay, okay. I see what's going on here. Not, Trav is doing his best hip-hop head nod right now, which is 
About a B minus. I'll take it. I'll take- it could have been worse. <laughs> it could have been worse. <laughs> it could have been worse. It's better than cap. Yeah. 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 No, I don't. I don't have that. No. But I, I can. I could kind of. You know. Yeah. I could. You I, I kind of got a little. You can bit. fit in. You're gonna like this one, Funch. You ready? Is Funch in there? He's no, he not. Okay, well, Where hopefully he's listening because this is from Nick, who uh, I met at the Mandy. She's a very loyal listener. Right. Uh, and Nick writes, Funch belongs in the handsome man community for sure. Definitely a cabinet-worthy member if he doesn't already have a spot in the Yates administration. <laughs> is this what we're doing now? We're just taking recommendations from listeners? I mean, Nick is just offering her opinion on Funches. And Funches she wants to admit swing to the does HMC. not belong. He in just waltzed in is here. Not, this is not a, a, an application I to hit that. third for that. the Yankees. But what do you think, Funch? It's got to make you feel good, hey, right? When a listener said, hey, you know, you're better looking in person, Funch. Oh, I, I, I didn't get that, but I got, yeah. I got some lady walked up, some old lady walked to me and said, hey, you're better looking in person, Funch. <laughs> I might be Nick. That's, <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> better looking in person is a great, like, backhanded compliment to Okay, get, better you know? or worse than this. You're not as fat as you make yourself sound. <laughs> that was that was that was a theme at the Mandy's. I remember that. <laughs> and and at the softball game. Oh, was it? And did, at did the softball game. It came up several times. I'm like, uh, thank you. Is is Nick the same woman? I think she came up to me and said, Can we get a picture? I was a little too scared to talk to you in the all white suit at the Mandy's. I think that is her. Yeah, I think I was standing with nice. you when she came she's up very and asked nice. for that. Yes, yeah, absolutely. she's terrific. Great she's time. terrific. So Funchess at least has somebody that's advocating for him to get into the uh Handsome man community along the way. That is good. That is good. Um, just a great night all yeah. around. Just I mean, a great night listen, all around. These guys might be hitting big time homers down at Dodger Stadium, but your favorite local co-hosts are hitting yams right there in West Covina. All right, <laughs> understand that. I've 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 come to the I've come to a point of acceptance. Okay. After 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 a weekend of other partying and revelry and trying <laughs> to block goodness, out the, block out the misery that was that walk off loss, I've come to acceptance. Had we just played on that field straight up, is there anybody out there that gets the ball out other than Kirk? Um, I don't think so. I think Beto could have gotten it out. You think? That's we a- went to BP before. And also, honestly, like, I hit the ball hard a couple times because I was just trying to make sure I hit it. Like, if, the, if we were playing full fences, I would have tried to get it out. I was not going to try to do it there. I was just trying to hit the ball and keep it moving. But, like, if there was the possibility of, like, oh, you can, like. So you were trying not to hit home runs on the small well, field? I don't have a home run swing. No. <laughs> Everybody's I, I, got a home run swing in softball. No, but, I mean, like, I hit the ball hard on the ground. That's, like, how I play. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can try to hit it up and what out. Are you Billy Hamilton of softball? I'm just saying. That's how my swing works, bro. <laughs> when, it, when it comes to softball, I hit it hard, hit it on the ground. I went oppo. That did happen. I went oppo the other way, looped it over the second baseman's line head. The one thing I actually am upset about that I didn't get a chance to do, Travis. I didn't get an opportunity for a pick at first. I yeah, wanted it's funny. so yeah, yeah, it's bad funny to said, get I, one. I was kind of hoping for I that did. too. I was oh. I, okay. Since we're telling, once me. I got to first, I was like, oh yeah, somebody throw one in the dirt so I can scoop that. Since thing we're up. telling truths here. Yes. I was going to play even an average throw into one. Yes, exactly. Right, right. right. The, the, I, because that's just, you just got to move back a little bit, and catch it like, on oh, that well, short hop. And, yeah, look eh, at no me. No big deal, right. right? Because it's it's actually a pretty easy thing to do it's not once that you know hard. how to do exactly. it. Exactly. But know. I was going to style that a little bit. Everything, I only got two balls, and they were both on the money. Right. I know. I was hoping I could get money. one on a two-one job, or on a two-out jobby, too, so you could just scoop it and run off. And, you got you know, to backhand out of the glove. Backhand. You don't even take, you don't even stick your hand. Drop it on the mound. Just kind of flip it over to the side the other way. Didn't get that opportunity. Duvel, the humility from Travis this morning about his exploits at the plate on Friday is pure class. Thank you, Duvel. That's how I would say it. I, I, humility, I yeah, that, that's what comes to mind. I, I, yeah, look, I, uh, I'm going to enjoy myself. I'm going to make sure that uh, look, it doesn't come around nearly as often as, as you might think, so I'm going to enjoy it every single time. Omar in Southgate. Omar, you're on with Travis and Clinton. What's hey, what's up? up, Travis? Hey. See why I, I was um I was there on Friday. You guys are really humble. It was really nice. I was the one with the angels. We talked a little bit about the angels. Nice. And um I was in the outfield for that game winning home run, and Chris Sandoval like beat the way. You know, it was, it was pretty crazy. He went, he went for it. He sure did. He really went for it. Yeah. Sandoval, good athlete. You know what I'm saying? Like, guy knows how to move around the field. His doubles were real doubles. Like, yeah. we're not talking yeah. about somebody dropped the ball or, like, somebody no, overthrew. No, they were gappers, yeah, and he, he gappers cruised into second base. to second standing yeah. twice. It was great. Great job. Thanks for coming out, man. Appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, Omar. Thanks. It's uh, it, 
It's no home run, but it's, you know, a couple of doubles isn't bad. This one from Epic Wolf 69 He says, the best moment of the game was when DeMarco looked like he was chasing down Clinton Yates from behind with excitement and Travis <laughs> Rogers yelling out loud after that game-winning homer. DeMarco was on my head after that game. He grabbed me. It was like, I told you. <laughs> when when, when he great. grabs you, you get grabbed. Yes, yeah. You, I, I, you're at that staying point, grabbed. Nowhere to go. You know? I was so – so Beto and I, before he came up to bat, we're, we're standing in the on-deck circle. And he says to me, he goes, you know, if I get on, you're going to you're going to win the game. Right. And I said to him, I said, Beto, end the game. <laughs> yes, please. And end the game. Please hit a home, hit another home run. He's like, really? I'm like, yes. Yes, hit, bro. Hit another like, home yeah. run. And <laughs> get out of this here. game. And he popped it and arms straight up in the air. I let out the yeah that I do at the start of the show every day. And this one came from like the bottom of my feet. It was unreal. Good moment for Beto, too, who crash landed every single show that day which was fantastic, as he does. He led a whole crew of dudes to a little craft beer palooza in the parking lot. Guys were out there sampling different things. Just a movie that he gave me. Emily, do you remember um, – I, I, I feel terrible for even asking. Do you remember the name of the guys that we were sitting with underneath their Easy Up having a couple of Modellos after our show? Brian. Was it Brian? And I can't remember the other guy's name. Yeah, I, I apologize, fellas, but thank you again for the. Uh, we, they were great. So it ends. We go. I sit under there. Easy after up. Your the show one, after, after, after the, the show ends. After the game ends. ends. Okay. After the after the show ends. All so right. it's one fifteen, one twenty. We're a little after lunchtime. And yeah. they're like, "Hey, we got a cooler full of Modellos right here. If you're interested." I'm like, "Well, I mean, it's Friday afternoon. It's when in Rome? And, yeah, yeah." We said so. I ended up sitting there for I don't know half hour, forty five minutes, and Emily came and sat by, and we. Oh, so y'all just did some flesh pressing for sure. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Well, I, I mean, I was flesh pressing underneath the shade of that easy right. up. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> it was not Fair like enough. out and about kind of making sure that it, it was it was hot. Great time. It was hot. Great time, it was guys. Terrific. Okay, so a little bit of news actually has kind of, I don't know, broken is the right word, but the Nats offered uh, Juan Soto everything, and he said, eh, I'm good. So now they're taking calls on him potentially. Of course, every time there's a big name, the Dodgers are in on it. Um, and you're hearing packages that range from – Four, five, six players, some prospects, some ready major league guys. Seeing Gavin Lux's name come up in one, seeing yeah. um, Dustin May's name come up in one. And it, the, the question is do you basically, I don't want to say empty your farm system because the Dodgers will never be empty, but no. do you give them some of your better prospects and maybe one or two major league caliber pitchers to go get a player that, as weird as this sounds, you really don't need? You don't he, need it all. He'd be a great addition to your squad. But it's not like the Dodgers are an outfielder short. Now, this is a 23-year-old guy. Is, what? If we're making a list of best players, you're not getting past four or five without saying Absolutely his Absolutely not. Yeah, so everybody needs a guy like that. But do you make a huge play like that to go and try to bring him in? I don't think you do, number one. And number two, this is another situation that I say all the time. Like, does baseball as a whole need Juan Soto in Los Angeles? And I, I don't think so. You know, if I'm the Dodgers, part of what makes your team so good is that you have a steady roster of guys that you can call up, and it happens a lot. This team has relied on its young players who have then become veterans for many, many years. And sure, they've added a Trey Turner, and sure, they've added a guy here and there. But for the most part, this team is a team that develops well. And I don't know that a guy who was a generational star in a smaller, different market is somebody worth giving up so much for just to be frankly another guy on your team that doesn't make a lot of sense to me travis i i think there are two separate things going on here number one the first part of what you're talking about is this good for baseball if juan soto comes from the dodgers absolutely not it wasn't good for baseball when freddie freeman came to the dodgers quite frankly yeah i'm, I'm glad he's that's, here that's a good point I, i'm glad he's here but the dodgers are already the haves and you're making the other teams more have naughty that's number one so but put this aside here's why i do it for juan soto okay, okay? because think about what you're talking about the reason that Mookie Betts is here, they traded for him, and they had a, they had a guy like Alex Verdugo. They had some other guys that you could put in a deal to make that deal happen. Did the Dodgers miss any of those prospects? No. no. So then last season, all of a sudden, you need to get Trey Turner and Max Scherzer, and you give them a high-level pitching prospect, and you give them a high-level catching prospect in Kyber Ruiz. And the Dodgers missing those guys? No. Not really. Will they're Smith really, should be an all-star. They're yeah. really not. 
So when you look at this next crop of stars you're talking about, whether it's Bobby Miller or Ryan Pepio or any of these other names that you've seen thrown in, they have another catcher, and it's Katayama, not Katayama. I forget, I'm, I'm going to get the name wrong. But he's the number, one of the number one prospects in sure. the system. You hate to give up all these guys. First of all, the odds of any of them hitting huge are somewhere between okay to not very good. Juan Soto has hit huge. He is a bona fide major league star. superstar. Yes. Even if he comes and is exactly that, and say those other guys turn out to be Ryan Pepio wins 15 games and has a whip of under one for five, whatever. Yeah. The Dodgers have proven I can go get more. I know, I know which guys to draft. I know how to develop the guys that I do. Think, think about this. The angels have picked ahead of the Dodgers more or less every season for the last decade. Right. Who's got a better farm season. Sure. The Dodgers, by a million miles. It's not because they have higher picks. It's because they're better at it. Yep. They develop better. They identify better. They scout better. So even if Miller and Pepio and May or whoever else, these young players that are going the other way, I have full faith in the Dodger organization to find the next wave of those guys. I get that. That's what they do the best, quite frankly. They honestly do it probably better than they do some things at the big league level, but that's, that's another story. I think the market that's best for Juan Soto to end up in for baseball, San Diego. I think if he goes to that team, because, frankly, the Tatis Jr. situation, I mean, what do we know about what's going on with finally him coming back? finally starting to back? work out a little bit, right? It's it finally working out a little bit, but, like, I don't necessarily know that that team is a Tatis away from being great. They need another player. And I feel like with the vibe of that That'd team. That'd be pretty formidable. I mean, you've with got the vibe Tatis, of that team Machado as well, Soto. you know what I'm saying? Like, that would be a fun deal, I think, for a lot of baseball fans in Southern California. Even I get it. People don't, the rub. people don't like the Padres. People think the Padres are idiots, and they kind of are. But that would be a fun squad. Okay. But the Dodgers could do what they did last year, which is the Padres had something set up yeah. to go get Max. They said, hey, hold on one second. Right. How does Kyber Ruiz and Josiah Gray sound? Maybe, but he. But <laughs> they but, don't have that package of things to offer. The Dodgers not only have the best big league; they've got this 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 stable of minor league players that everybody covets. I also don't necessarily know if it's gonna if it's gonna require a trade. He might just leave. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I, if if the Nats are asking for all of that ridiculousness, you know what I'm saying, and it ends up putting him in a place he doesn't want to be. Like he's might well, you've you got to get some assurances that he's sticking around. You're well, not you're not pulling the trigger on that. I mean, he's a Boris guy. You never yeah. know. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? The Dodgers like, have re- proven that they'll pay, they'll pay. Right. They, they, they paid Freddie. They paid Mookie. That's true. They, they they they're they're not now. They pay the right people. There's no Anthony Rendon on their squad right now. Right. They, I, mean, I know they tried to get him, but he didn't want to go to the Hollywood lifestyle, whatever the heck that means. <laughs> I, I don't know. But they, they wanted short term. They didn't yeah. want to get, you know, big dollar short. Bryce Harper, big dollar short term. We're not going to go. Thir- they, they pick very selectively about who they want to go big with. Very true. Soto would be a really, really good guy to go big with. Dominican Babe Ruth. I've got a play-by-play thing from Friday night that I want to play. Okay. <laughs> it might be coming up next. Plus, Russell Westbrook and um, the Lakers. We thought maybe they'd turn the corner. It's getting eh, awkward. Maybe not. That's next. It's Travis Lee. Yates is in for Slee on 710 ESPN. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. Oh, so we bit the dust. I see that's that's what happened. Got to let it breathe. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know any songs, but I like the selections like that we're playing today. today. I job. feel like this is the He's DJ that I, I needed in my life for today. Slee's running scared, but he'll, yeah, he'll get his where tomorrow. Yeah, where is he? He'll get his tomorrow. Where is wounds. he? Well, I don't <laughs> Look, if I'm being honest, I don't think he's probably giving it a whole lot of no, thought. Probably not. I think he's probably pretty comfortable with how that whole thing went for him yeah. on uh, on Friday night. But he did say he was going to call in, did he? and we're yeah, we're, we only got about a half an hour left to go, so he's running out of time. Well, maybe he can call in and talk about this next topic because the Lakers are apparently right 
One of their players. I mean, Westbrook, what are we doing here? What's ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Commercial Insurance protects small businesses with affordable coverage options. Quote today at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Okay, this is me not pimping you just because I think it's fun. Okay. But this, this is me. This is a genuine, I t- not you, the universe. Right. I told you so. I, I, I need people to understand that what we're about to talk about is exactly the reason this was a terrible idea from the jump. Okay, Russell Westbrook and his longtime agent, Thad Foucher, have split. They, they were together for a very long time, and Thad Foucher and Russell Westbrook made each other a lot of money. Yes. <laughs> they made each other a lot. He's a very highly connected, respected NBA agent. This is a, a real guy doing this oh, job. Yeah. And he did something that you don't see very often, and he kind of put some of their business in the streets. Um, and and here, here's what he said. Now, with a possibility of a fourth trade in four years, the marketplace is telling the Lakers they must add additional value with Russell in any trade scenario. And even then, such a trade may require Russell to immediately move on from the new team via buyout. Okay, so part one of this is, hey, listen, this is bad for business if he just keeps bouncing around and people are just trying to move. Because he's already been on four teams in four years. This would be five and five. And if they buy him out, you're talking six and five potentially. It's a bad look. For a great player, it's a bad look. Here's where it gets really interesting. Okay. My belief is that this type of transaction only serves to to diminish Russell's value. And his best option is to stay with the Lakers Embrace the starting role and support that Darvin Ham publicly offered. Okay? Uh, he goes on to say, unfortunately, irreconcilable differences exist. It's the best pathway forward, and we are no longer working together. I wish Russell and his family the very best. That he's saying, dude, you need to go do what they're asking you to do over here, and, and he doesn't want to do it. That is, I mean, this is why it was a bad idea for the jump. Russ plays one way. Yep. When he was at the peak of his game, that was fine. But when he's not, and when LeBron James is standing there, and when Anthony Davis is standing there, doing it the one way you know how to do it was the last thing that this team needed. And this is just more proof that this fit couldn't have been worse from the very beginning. It makes you wonder whose decision it was to bring him. You've got Because if an agent is partaking in basketball chalk talk, we have a problem. All right. That agent is not Rob Palenka, who was on the Fab Five and who legitimately made a move into a front office. He's just a dude who's there as a money manager for how they make deals. I'm not saying he's not smart and doesn't know basketball, but I'm saying, like, you don't normally hear agents actually making strategy analysis points in public about their clients, former or current. That, to me, is a major data point in terms of not just what he said. It's not about being right or wrong. It's the fact that he felt the need to weigh in on it at all, as you said, Trav, that to me, this is shocking in the way that not of what happened, but the fact that we're hearing about it so deliberately from the parties involved. Look, it, yes, and, and what he said, I'm going to take it out of agent speak. It's well-written. Yeah. It's, it's, it's measured. It's all of these things. But what this says is, Listen, he has no value in the league. He needs to take what the Lakers are offering. Right. That's what that says. Nobody else wants him at that price right. for how he pays. And, period. And, and, and he doesn't get that this is his only viable path forward in the league right now, and I can't convince him of it. I don't want to be around here for this. Anymore. That, that's what that means. This is what I was saying, too, about Darvin Ham. He's going to have to have the simple, most effective tool for getting through to an NBA player, which is just sit his behind on the bench if he's not playing the way you want him. That's what it's going to come down to. You're going to be do paying to $44 million yeah. to sit Russell Westbrook on the bench if he doesn't get well, it together. Up until, what was it, a uh, week ago, two weeks ago, when in, in Vegas when Westbrook and LeBron yeah. didn't last come week. together last week? Um, that was the first, yeah, kind of thing. Because at the end of the season, again, I'm, I'm, I'm summarizing, but I'm sure. right. The, the exit interview for Russell Westbrook was, wasn't my fault. That's what it was. That was weird. Okay, he, by he the took way. zero ownership of how bad it was. So at that point, everybody's like, "Okay, he's got to go." Hire Darvin Ham, and Darvin Ham and Russell Westbrook's at the press conference, and it's one of those. Oh, all right, they're maybe sure. trying to work some things yeah. out. And every sentence out of Darvin Ham's mouth was pro Russell Westbrook. Every single word he said about that man was, can't wait to coach him, can't wait to work with him, can't wait to find a way to get him integrated into the offense that we're going to do, boom, 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 boom. And then this, this, whatever the Lakers, whatever poker they were trying to play, up in smoke. 
up in smoke. You know, and it's 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 particularly weird too because like I now am concerned that this is going to get worse, not better. As in the sense of there was a time when I thought, okay, maybe this will stabilize. It will be okay. That does not seem to be the case. It is not stabilizing. It seems to be becoming more chaotic. In that, if you're a Lakers fan, you're thinking of that and you're saying, is this guy going to be up in here upsetting the apple cart every other time we lose a game on the road or whatever? Like, Darvin Ham's got his work cut out for him. If there's good news, and I don't know if this is good news, but it kind of puts what you're putting saying out there and what I'm saying out there together. This, if we play, I don't know, 15 games, Mm -hmm. and it looks like you know what, they can just sit him down or send yeah. him home. So you're just not playing with this Right. Team. Look, we, we can't make a deal. You don't want to do this. That's fine. And it, it's at that point, the season's kind of down the road anyway. Right. There's not much, you're not getting Kyrie or anything like that. Maybe it's just, to your point, instead of having a very unhappy personality in your building and the toxicity that can come along with that, you just say, you know what, we're going to pay you your money, but just stay home, man. Man, what an L that would be to take, too, because they didn't have to do this. They did not have to take. They had other deals. I think they. You're talking we, about when they made the trade last summer. Yes. Yeah. I'm saying that. Like I just, man, Lakers fans are. I think are going to look back on that, and it's going to be a, one of the rather remarkable cases of doing something just to do something to screw something up. You know what I mean? Like you didn't have to bring that guy. There were other deals that were possible. It I just felt like a fantasy trade. It was weird. It didn't feel like a basketball trade. Like I didn't get why. I mean, you know, I understood. I mean, but. The reason I'm so sort of confused and kind of stumbling over my words here is because I keep drawing back to the fact that, like, somebody had to make this decision. It had to be somebody. And you've got to believe it was LeBron. Sure. Who else would it have been? I I don't know. The GM? Maybe. But it doesn't appear to be. If your agent doesn't get along with the, the, the player anymore, like, dude, that is a major fissure in terms of your chain of command. Like, you can't have that. Even if you're Russell Westbrook, you don't want him out there talking like that. That mm, I do not like where this is headed. Well, think about it, too. How bad must it have been to get to That's that That's what point? I'm saying, yo. Like, to, for, the, for an agent to be out chalk-talking what he thinks a player should be doing with his own team – that's beyond the pale. Whatever his, whatever uh, Thad Foucher thought his value was pre-dealing with additional assets and five teams in Ooh. five years or whatever it is, I, I don't know the exact percentage, but it's lower than it was prior to that statement. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. And the Lakers got to figure this out because, listen, you don't want to go into the season implying, well, we don't have a shot anyway. So we're just going to let this play no, out. You can't do that. You've got to make Not a decision at this point on what's happening. You don't, yeah, have, you don't have time to just let things sort of, you know, figure themselves out in the, in, the, in the wind. How many balls get hit out of Dodger Stadium tonight in the, in the competition? Not, not during being like, just, What do I think the winning score is probably going to be? No, no, no. How many get over the pavilion roof? Leave the yard? Yes. I'd say five. It's, it's not easy That's to leave lot. that yard. That's a lot. But I think, I think we'll see some guys. It's not super hot today either. It's warm, no, it's but it's warm. not like 90 degrees hot, which balls, would help balls a lot. Flying, because yeah. once that sun goes down a little That's bit, true. Dodger Stadium is not a place where the ball just jumps. This it doesn't. Be, it doesn't at all. I'm very excited to see this. I think Alonzo's going to win it for a third time. Okay. I do. M- much like the celebrity softball game. Oh, right. Where, uh, I, I, of course, <laughs> where we hit homers and we win, right? Emily, this is what I, my understanding um, of the day. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that, but since you brought it up. Uh, Travis, again, I don't have your theme song. I apologize. But uh, what can we do? I'll just say, sweet tea, we love you. Okay. Does Travis go deep? Travis goes deep. Okay. Just, I, 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 just gotta, I truly wasn't going to do let that. It, let it wash over us once but again. much like yeah. the celebrity softball game that we had on Friday night, Pete Alonso wants to win home run derby. Yes. The other, uh, was it seven guys in the field? I think they'd like to win home run derby, but I don't know if they want to win home run derby. I bet you derby. Kyle Schwarber wants to win. He seems like a guy that would really be into this. Perhaps. He seems like a guy that could get into this. I think Corey Seager wants to go up there, get a nice ovation from his former team, yeah. his home fans, uh, and, and do his thing. But I did. Pete Alonso is pre he preps for this. This yeah, is what this he is does. This is what he does. Quickly, before I know we got to go to break, let's just read off the lineups. Number one in right field, Ronnie Acuna. Number two, Mookie Betts. Number three, Manny Machado. Batting fourth, Paul Goldsmith. Batting fifth, Trey Turner. Batting sixth and seventh, the brothers Contreras. Awesome. Batting eighth, Jack Peterson. And batting ninth is Jeff McNeil. That's for the National League. On the other side, leading off, Shohei Otani. Sure. Batting two, Aaron Judge. Rafael Devers at third. Excuse me. Batting third. He's playing third as well. Vlad Guerrero Jr. 
Fifth is Giancarlo Stanton. Sixth is Byron Buxton. Seventh is Tim Anderson. Eighth is Andre Jimenez. And ninth is Alejandro Kirk, the catcher from the Blue Days. He's having Love a great that year. Guy. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's, he's so much fun. Feels like so, I feel like he and I would get along. Oh, right. In, in North American <laughs> cut. I feel exactly. like Alejandro and I would share. We'd be enthusiastic for Alejandro and I. Would have enjoyed Key's party. I was going to say the same way. The cabana would have been good. (laughs) Excellent point. The cabana would be good. The taco guy would be good. The barbecue would be good. The pizza would be good. The endless summer would be good. The dump will be good. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten, ESPN. All right, Yates. So Mike Trout is not going to participate in the All Star game tonight. He's got that back spasm injury thing going on. So obviously, you know, take it's an All Star game. As much as we'd all like to see him play, he's not going to play. How does this end for this dude? I don't know, man. It's weird, isn't uh, it? It's like it's he's weird. never, ever participated in the home run derby. Yeah. Not once. And, you know, people are going to look back at Mike Trout's career and say, oh, this guy was the best, this guy was that, but he doesn't have any signature moments that I can really think of. Like, honestly, you know what I mean? And with Otani being right there, with Otani being the actual star on that team, I don't think Mike Trout's going to be forgotten about, but I don't think no, anybody's going to say, oh, man. Remember when Mike Trout was doing this and Mike Trout was doing that? Angel no, fans we don't. will, but baseball fans might not. Right. You know, because he, here, here's – it's funny you say it. I hadn't thought of it like that, and it really kind of cemented it for me. If you said the signature moment for him is what, you kind of stop for a minute like, uh, it, nothing jumps to mind. And right? that's, that's an issue. He's also – the best player I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Well, and, and, and that's what's so weird. And part of it is there's two things. One, I worked for the angels for a period of time, worked for their station sure. and followed them very closely for a number of years. Number two is the Dodgers were not on direct TV for a long time here. I'm a right. direct TV customer. I couldn't watch the Dodgers every yeah. night. I like So I watched a lot of angel games because they were on. Never seen anybody like him before. Yeah, the the only other one, and they're not similar players, but just impact on what they could do. So many different things. It reminds me a lot of Ricky Henderson. He hits for power. He could run. He's yeah. not a great outfielder, but he's good enough. Right. And he's just dangerous every single time he comes around. He's the best player I've ever seen. And yet, to your point, it's like, eh. Fun it's fact: weird. The guy who drafted him is the same guy who's putting together the USA baseball team for no the World Baseball Classic coming up. Yeah, I'm, yeah I good dude. Am in for that. Uh, Benifer is back. This is huge news in my world. Ben Affleck, huge Jennifer news. Lopez, they got married in Las Vegas this weekend, and she is now Jay Fleck. Jay Jennifer Lynn Affleck changed her last name. I mean, let's let, let can we talk about this? By the way, Ben Affleck. I mean, one of the greatest moves of all time, coming in late and then just running out the clock on it. J-Lo's there. Like, he won that race. After all the shenanigans that he's been through and she's been through, they found their way back together. I love this. This is a fantastic love story. Ben Affleck, massive win for you. Jennifer, I was at a Laker game one night, and – I, where my seat was, you know, where the I don't know what it's called now. The found, it's a founders room where everybody goes. Yeah, the famous people yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. So you had to go to the founders room. You had to walk by where I was sitting. She and Alex Rodriguez come out of the tunnel. Alex Rodriguez is to say that he's famous doesn't begin to cover it. He's no. Alex Rodriguez. He's wildly. He's very big. He's six foot four. He's a big he's dude. Yeah, handsome. Like he's he's a striking figure. Correct. Not one person in that place was looking at him. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't want to get into it, but this is not, pretty significant L not, for him. Not one person in Staples Center was looking at him because he was with Jennifer Lopez. And I grew up in L.A. I would go to a lot of things. I see people. I you had to pick my jaw up off the floor. <laughs> She's a star. She is just magnetic and radiant in all of these things. Good for you, Ben. Real, real deal star. Ben, good for you. ben is the winner. Yep. That's a good way to do it. The Dark Knight came out on this day in 2008. Tell your story. 100% fell asleep in that movie theater. It was dark. It was long. There was nothing going on. I woke up panicked when something blew up and crashed into another thing, and I remember very little from it. I'm kind of Pretty a, much it. Uh, ambivalent on superhero movies. I, some of them I like, and some of them I find terribly, terribly boring. I like The Dark Knight. You fell asleep on that three one. Three hours. It's We're in long. the dark for no, half the time. What are we doing? Good movie. Nothing should be. Three I'm not hours. saying it's a bad movie. I was just. I remember at the time. I'm thinking like, oh, what are we? Can we get somewhere? I'm tired of being in these. None caves. of those You're a very impatient moviegoer I in am. the theater. I am. Like, you I need to be I grappled from the second. Again. This is part. This feeds into why I walked out of the the Batman or whatever the most recent one is. Oh, that was, was dreadful. I was like, wait dreadful. a second, three hours well, of this. That was first of all, 
I, if you said to me, I will give you $1,000 right now if you can write a one sentence of the plot of that movie. I don't know. I, I truly have no idea what it was about. I hope you saw my eye roll from over here. It rains in Gotham City. That's, that's what I took. And, I, and to nobody has a light switch or, or the dimmer switch is broken. And Batman's and Batman's yes, all very evil. old man take. My old man, I don't drive at night for this reason. My old man eyes are not very well attuned to sitting and watching big screens for three I, whole hours in the dark. I dressed up as a Joker for like two Halloweens after that, okay. so I had the full on Heath Ledger Heath Ledger Joker outfit. I also had two Batman posters in my room growing up. So you're I had a super fan. The, uh, Adam, are you, Adam uh, West so and Michael Keaton yep. and uh, Burt Ward. Oh, no, okay. All I right. had Bane and then I had I the Joker. I just pulled Burt Ward. Burt Ward's but, pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Burt and then I had Walter White. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Man. The, that Batman, that Batman the, was fun. The, the campy 60s Batman, that was great. And the perfect midpoint is, of course, my favorite Batman is 1989, Michael Keaton. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's the midpoint. Jack Nicholson is the Joker. Prince did the soundtrack. Guess what, Danny Emily? DeVito? It went. Danny DeVito wasn't in that he one. He was in the second one. Yeah. But Prince did the soundtrack for the first Batman in 1989, the original no, Jack Blueprint. Nicholson was the Joker. Yeah, that was the, he was the bad guy in that one. The soundtrack went diamond. How about that? Yeah. A soundtrack. Batman super hit. I love The Dark Knight. It was really good. Yeah. I, I like that. But the other ones that I've seen. And the, what was the first one with, um, what's her name? Uh, shoot. I don't know. Pfeiffer? No. No, no, no. no. The, 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 of the, of what, the Bale ones you're referring yes, to. Yes, that I don't one. Know, what, I don't Batman know. Begins, is that what that was called? I like that one, oh, too. Yeah. Okay, I can't keep that. I, yeah. I can't remember what there, The rest of them. There's the Joker one, and there's the those. other one. There's the Heath Ledger one, there's the other one. National Caviar Day, Yates. Do you, uh, are you a caviar guy? Oh, yeah, I mean, you know, come on. That's which, that's just Tuesday in this household. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> is that how you um, roll? <laughs> what do you guys want to do for dinner tonight? Yeah. I don't know. Just put some caviar out there see what happens. I don't think I've ever technically had caviar. Like, I, I like fish eggs, like, yeah. you know, in, like, sushi and stuff. But yeah. I don't think I've ever technically gone to a place and ordered caviar This kind of goes like what we were talking about with National Pickle Day. It's a salt delivery system. It's yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. It's, it's really, really good. But if you don't like super salty kind of things, it's briny, salty, briny, that's the, that's the way. And by the way, you get the little, the little, um, it's a little pancake. They put a, not a bellini. What is it called? I don't know. No, I don't you're, know. You're, you're out of my, but, you're out uh, of my realm here. It's, it's I don't know what you good. eat with it's, caviar. Never mind how it's to just eat just a caviar. little 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 pancake. And you, yeah, but it has a name, doesn't it, Mace? I, I want to say it has a name. I don't know. It'll, it'll come back. Steve Mace just walked in. He, yeah, <laughs> he definitely will. He definitely will. Vin Diesel, happy 55th birthday to him. Um, I, okay. Sneaky old. I didn't realize he was that old. I thought he would have been closer to 50. Other than Like, running, if you'd asked me, is Vin Diesel older than Keyshawn Johnson? I don't think I would have said yes. Yeah, you're you right. You know what I'm saying? You're like, right. I don't think I would have said yes to that. I'm trying to think. Vin Diesel was in Saving Private Ryan and was very good in it. Was he? Yeah. He gets killed early. I mean, sorry. Vin um, Diesel, to me, there's there's one role. Well, it's the Fast that's, and Furious. Yeah. And there's then family. The Pacifier, which is a movie that I loved growing up. It's a great movie. You Do you know were, that movie? W- hold on. You were outrageously excited to bring that up. I what? love The Pacifier. I've it never is even heard of movie. The Pacifier. <laughs> Nor have I. What is that even about? Uh, so he plays this like uh, Navy SEAL that comes and becomes a babysitter for this like oh, large family. It's one of those deals. It's like yeah. where the Rock plays a like a fairy or whatever. I still know like <laughs> a lot. I quote that movie a lot with me and my sisters. That must be a real hit amongst your friends. <laughs> Big fan. It's Pass Kindergarten away. Cop where he's a yes, nanny instead of exactly. a kindergarten. It's the same deal. Yeah. That's the way that it goes. <laughs> you know what it's time to do right now? A little super cross talk. Let's do it. ESPN AM 710 Los Angeles. KRDC AM 1110 Pasadena, Los Angeles. K256CF 99.1 FM Pasadena, Los Angeles. It's the greatest segment in L.A. sports radio history. Radio history. Oh, my God. When the shows come together for magic on the radio. If Bologna grows stronger. Super Crosstalk. Are we ready for Mason and Ireland to join Travis and Slee? Super Crosstalk begins. It's time for Super Crosstalk. So, Mace, has Yates uh, congratulated you on your victory yet today? You know, not yet today. Not yet today, not yet but to congratulations, Mace, for putting it together. Yeah. All right. Well, I have many, many questions. The one person wasn't there. I have many, many questions. Okay, sure. First of all, Yates, you screwed me. Wow. You basically guaranteed victory. I put mythical money on you because <laughs> you were walking around like Muhammad Ali 
and you lost. A lot of things happen in between that and when. First of all, Mason, GM of the year, by the way. GM of the year. When he made those moves, Trev, you heard the idea. When he made those moves, I switched. I said, now that Mason has put two We were talking about you hedging your bet. Yeah, well, I did. I did that because Mason took his two worst players and put he took two girls and replaced them with two guys. Well, and it proved to be a smart yeah. move because of just generalized morale too. Like you guys yeah. thought you could win, you know what I mean? All it of a sudden, yeah. some as opposed to dugout. just showing but up and getting drunk. After he did that, my boy Clinton was very confident. Yeah, very confident. He said, "Doesn't matter what Mason does, we're winning because we have me." They they lost. He on. was giving me the to. I also I love me some me. me. I also sure. said Better Duran was the best player on the field because I believe that. So Second best. We lost on a walk-off. Like, I mean, I, he was the second best player. Yeah. I mean, Kirk Morrison saw yes. two pitches hit two home runs. But yes. he did not hit a third when we needed it. I mean, Beto, till to me, as the Be- MVP. Oh, Beto is oh, the Beto, best player Beto's on the MVP field. by a mile. Uh, by yeah. the way, Beto, will, uh, the MVP of the game, will come on at 2 o'clock. Very well. Excellent. You're not going to He's not, not going to no. kick my Ireland out of the chair. No, he was screaming no, about it all day on the air. He was like, now that I now that I did this, now I'm allowed to fill in is for Is the feud over? Yeah, and the feud is over. Wow. All you got to do was hit a home run, and that was it. Now, walk-off. It was Three-run walk-off home run. John, I got to tell you, though, we've been talking about this all day. You know, the Mandys were one thing in terms of fans showing up, a good experience for them. This was on a whole other level. People were there all day. It was a completely different kind of cookout Okay, but let's get to what the people really want to know. You've been talking all day about who the best players were. Yeah. Who was the worst player? Who had the least amount of game? Huh. That's tough. That is very tough. Yeah, that's without throwing Funchies directly no, under I, the bus. No, I just want you guys to be Simon Cowell. No, I'm to be, uh, I know. Well, I mean, I'm Funch booted a ground ball. He booted a ground ball, playing, but otherwise was fine. It, well, yeah, and this is what I was telling Ramona. The skill level was higher than I thought it was going to be oh, all I don't around. Think that's true. This Ooh. guy, <laughs> major baseball guy over well, here. Hey, another <laughs> thing. Another thing. First of all. I'm glad no no one you know no one believed you when you were saying I don't hit I don't hit. Do you want to I tell the hit. story or should I? I'll tell the story. So his buddy Greg, who came with him, who was his designated driver, yeah. basically could not wait to rain on his parade because he, with his own eyeballs, saw Travis strike out twice in an inning in a slow pitch game. This so, was out of character oh, work, for sure. Travis more than anybody here. <laughs> yeah, Any, anybody on air people here. And he kills the ball. There having was a, no way he was going to suck at soft. Sure. Having a good swing and hitting the ball out at a timely moment are now, two very now different let me, things. Let me say one thing about Travis's <laughs> home run. So he hits the home run, right? Yanks it left field. Yep. Uh, then he takes the <laughs> slowest home run trot exactly in the history what I would have done. of the world. He basically he's like just shuffling his feet. Around. <laughs> right. I would have been like, did you guys ever see the original about last night? Yeah. I would have been Jim Belushi hitting that home run when he goes into the wide world of sports. Yeah. Da, da, That's da, what it was. Da, da, da. That's it what was, it was. Just, was. Just so everybody knows what we're talking about. Let's just listen let's to just it. Travis, yeah. again, I don't have your theme song. I apologize. But uh, what can we do? I'll just say, sweet tea, we love you. Okay. Does Travis go deep? Travis goes deep. Home run, Travis Rogers. Sweet tea. T-Raj. Two home runs in the bottom of the third.